بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته In this short reminder from the third juz, we will be reflecting on the last two verses of Surah Al-Baqarah, i.e. verses 285 and 286. This final passage is a concise summary of the major themes of this comprehensive surah. The Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said that he received these two verses during his night journey and ascension, the Al-Isra wal Mi'raj. These final two verses also constitute some of the most often recited and memorized passages in the Quran since, like Al-Fatiha, Surat Al-Baqarah also ends with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaching us a moving supplication. It is also reported that the Prophet said of these two verses that whomsoever recites these two verses during the night, they will suffice him. And so sleep is said to be the sister of death. The Qur'an and the Sunnah time and again remind us of this. The Prophet ﷺ would perform ablution and then recite a number of concise and powerful supplications before sleeping. These supplications, including the last two verses of Surah Al-Baqarah, could be the last words we utter before returning to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, which is why I would like to reflect on these two verses today. Very briefly then, the first verse concisely summarizes the five fundamental and central aspects of faith, belief in Allah, His angels, messengers, revealed books, and the final day. And these also return to belief in the unseen, al-iman bil-ghayb, mentioned in the opening verses of the surah. The verse begins with the Prophet ﷺ himself and the honoured community of believers with him up until our day, all affirming their belief in the revelation he received directly from his Rabb, the caring master who would not leave his servants without divine guidance. Each one of the believers believes in Allah, his angels, his books and his messengers. We do not distinguish between any of his messengers. آمَنَ الرَّسُولُ بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ رَبِّهِ وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ كُلٌّ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَكُتُبِهِ وَرُسُلِهِ لَا نُفَرِّقُ بَيْنَ أَحَدٍ مِنْ رُسُلِهِ the believers then affirmed their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's guidance. وَقَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا غُفْرَانَكْ رَبَّنَا وَإِلَيْكَ الْمَصِيرِ And they say, we have heard and obeyed. Which is then followed by, grant us your forgiveness, our Rabb. To you is the ultimate return. At this point when sleeping, we can take a few moments to reflect and take account of our daily actions. No doubt we fell short somewhere whether it was a slip of the tongue, heedlessness in our prayers, or not showing enough gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all his blessings, we are aware that we have fallen short, and so we say, Ghufranak. And as part of the interactive nature of the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pauses for a moment here to comment, and then he continues with the dua of the believers. The second half of Surah Al-Baqarah comprehensively recounted many facets of Islamic law, the earnest prayer for forgiveness, Hufranak, could also be seen as the believers perhaps being worried that they were not good enough. And so here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us that He does not demand of us more than we can bear. La nafsan illa wus'aha. But then we are reminded that we are all individually responsible for our own actions. 
The dua then continues with the believers pleading to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not to take them to task for forgetfulness and error. Rabbana la tu'akhidna in nasina aw akhta'na. The believers then appeal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not to burden them in the same way as he imposed on earlier communities, examples of which were laid throughout the surah. Rabbana wala tahmil alayna isran kama hamaltahu ala alladhina min qablina. The dua then ends, combining the two wings of hope and fear. The believer's attitude is to always strive and make an effort to the best of their ability, whilst acknowledging their weaknesses and feeling a sense of deficiency of not doing enough. But they compensate for their shortcomings by seeking more of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's grace and forgiveness. But at the same time, the believer has genuine hope and confidence in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is their protector. And since he is their protector, they ask him to grant them victory over the disbelieving people and everything that invites a believer to other than Allah. The verse thus ends with disbelief being contrasted to belief with which this passage began. رَبَّنَا وَلَا تُحَمِّلْنَا مَا لَا طَاقَةَ لَنَا بِهِ وَعْفُ And pardon us. وَاغْفِرْ لَنَا And forgive us. وَرْحَمْنَا And have mercy upon us. أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا فَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to understand the wisdom and power of these du'as. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the ability to live a life of devotion and obedience to him and grant us death in a state that is most beloved to him. Ameen, ya rabbal alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.